Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, so are you guys like here together? And I go, yeah, we're actually like all here together. <laughs> Which he picked Hell up. Hell yeah. He picked up when I was putting down that we were in a throuple. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah. That is oh my god, mean. then he was making so he was making such weird comments. Um oh no, like, did it make it worse? No. Like it <laughs> okay. made it funny. It made it so okay. funny, actually. He was like, he was like, oh, you guys are like hot. Like Manic. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're, we're Quinn, and, and we're Becca. We're Becca. And, and welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for, for each other. Each other. So, once again, Quinn, you were serving demon. Demons. Was that demon last night. week too? No, ne- not necessarily. Um, I just think there uh, are points in time where you can present demonic. <laughs> oh, one thousand! It is also Sagittarius season, which we didn't we didn't acknowledge that last week. Pronouns, <laughs> pronouns, pronouns, demon, demonic. <laughs> Fuck. Um. <laughs> sorry, what'd you say? We didn't acknowledge that it's Sagittarius season last week. I know. I'm so excited, too. It's a powerful time, everybody. Um, Are you happy? Yes. I feel like Sagittarius season is always weird for me, though, because I'm always like... Because my birthday is at the tail end of Sagittarius season. It's true. Like, literally You're the last day. There. Yeah. Um, And so it always is like, oh, well, it doesn't really feel like Sagittarius season until my birthday. And then I'm like, oh, well, actually, now it's Capricorn season. If I wait till my birthday to start really celebrating... Yeah, no, you're going to miss it all. The fire so is to... really strong in my chart right now. Oh, I'm sure. And you're probably going to go crazy on the full moon happening like tomorrow. Oh, yeah, there's a full moon. Yeah. I haven't read, Just I meant to careful. read my Astro Future today. I did not do that though. Glory. All right. Well, I mean, speaking of Sag season and oh, God. everything Quinn, like what even the hell has been going on with you? Such a good question you just posed. So this past week, the most kind of relevant thing I did was Mm -hmm. I went, I returned the first (gasps) time in three months (gasps) to Pittsburgh. It's true. Um, It's true. And it was good? Yes, it was good. Um, Yeah, I drove up on Thursday. Something so fun about me is that sometimes I feel I communicate things to people and then I actually don't Um, because like I was really driving up. I was halfway to Pittsburgh and my mom calls me and she's like, I didn't know you were leaving for Pittsburgh tonight. And I was like, oh, (laughs) well, I'm there, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We've kind of uh, bit the bullet on that. (laughs) Also, my friends like I I had told my friends I was like coming up this weekend. First of all, I was coming up on a Thursday. I didn't like confirm until Wednesday. I was like, like Wednesday afternoon, I started to be like, okay, guys. (laughs) And then the the friends you were staying with. (gasps) 
I might have confirmed with my friend I stayed <laughs> with like Tuesday night at the earliest, but probably Wednesday okay. as well. Fair. Um, and then I was like, I was driving up and I was like an hour out and I texted all my friends like, um, oh, uh, Corey and I, who I was staying with, Corey and I are getting dinner at this place. And they're like, you're coming tonight? And I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> everybody came except for one in that particular group chat. But um, yeah, it was super fun. I got to see all my girlies who are still living there. Well, not like uh, all mm-hmm. my close girlies, all the ones I hold dearest. Um, Perfect. That are living there. Um, and yeah, it was really fun kind of going back around. I also saw some like random people I just like, no, not from like Pip, but just like going out and stuff, like mostly in like the queer community and stuff. Like I saw mm-hmm. um, people I know from like going to the bars and stuff like that. So that was really fun. Um, and so, yeah, um, I want to want to share some stories a little bit later yeah. on. Oh, OK. One of them, one of them is becoming a little bit of a recurring theme on Manic Pixie Jump Scare. Oh boy! And I'm so excited to get into that. Actually, but oh my god, okay. um, yeah. One thing I did want to bring up about my trip to Pittsburgh is that it was very like clarifying in like my placement. I have in I have in the podcast outline uh, we write for the <laughs> episodes. I have I want to talk about placements. <laughs> um yeah because Beck and I are two people in our early 20s um what <laughs> what that must have just happened that was just happened. I mean <laughs> that must have just happened relatively um it kind of did just oh okay happen. yeah um okay. we are 12 year olds like mentally but like physically mm-hmm. we're you know 45 fully 22 going on 67 yeah and i'm 21 going on 84 so that is kind of what we're dealing and I, with i have the pancreas of a negative 100 year old <laughs> Becca has a pancreas of someone who is dead because yeah it has died she had, <laughs> has she had done left the building um god bless her okay god bless, god bless that girl um yeah but i find like something i feel like people don't talk about about like your early 20s is that nobody ever knows like what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. and i think that's just truth of life but like i feel like your early 20s is kind of the first time you realize that yeah. like nobody really knows like, what they're doing yeah and it's scary it's a little scary oh yeah and you're like holy shit and you're like you have to like <laughs> whoa you have to find out how to like cope with that a little bit um yeah and so i feel like i'm on that journey and a new layer of the onion that i'm unraveling in that journey is that mm-hmm. Especially since I, um, I like graduated college. I lived in Pittsburgh for the summer, and then I moved out of Pittsburgh. I don't have a place to live there anymore, and like all my like stuff is at home. But I was recently away from home for three months, um, mm-hmm. and like home, like all my friends from high school are mostly still in school, mm-hmm. and um, so you know they're not kind of as close and like as accessible especially as when we were in high school and even if they were like we're not going to high school every day together so it's like a different kind of thing mm-hmm. um and going to Pittsburgh even in like the three months that I've been gone things have changed and so it's this really weird thing where because I'm on this like 
because of where I am, I don't really have like a place, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're in limbo. A little bit, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it's interesting. It's just an interesting little phase to be in. And I wanted to get your kind of view on it, Becker. Um, See if you have mm. any similar feelings or if you have differing feelings or if you no, even know. I, <laughs> no, I feel like I'm very much. And I, I felt similarly when I was back in Pittsburgh. Because it was like, like I know this place so well, but yeah, I do. It's like not like a city I inhabit. Yes, yeah. Anymore, um, and then visiting and then being back at home, it's like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> like what's it, going on? <laughs> like every time, every it feels like, and this is like totally irrational but it feels like every second more you spend in suburbia you're destined for like another year there of your life yeah it's like sucking the soul out of you <laughs> um so yeah i've been feeling that uh-huh and yeah i i've i feel very much in limbo but there's beauty to that yeah it's um it's nice because i just like in a way it's nice because i've never you know had this much time to just kind of do what I want. I feel like I'm not really on anyone's timeline is a thing. Mm-hmm. But also it's like when you've spent, you know, 20 something years being in that space, it's really hard to then like transition to something else, like to transition to so little structure, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You really go from one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. I find, um, it's it yeah it's just it's just weird and it's also like it also is very almost humbling to like go to like, like going to Pittsburgh and like seeing all my friends and like seeing how their lives have changed even like the three months that I've been gone it's like oh people's lives like go on without you <laughs> without me um <sighs> and things happen like things evolve and that's and that's something you know I learned from home but now like that I have connections in these different different places like things will start to grow and my relationship to certain things people places will change yeah um and that's true in a way that it has never been in my life and so yeah it's just an interesting little phase to live through Mm -hmm. i think it's also like it's really hard like the feeling of missing college friends is so unique because mm-hmm. like call trends you spend so much time with yeah like it's just crazy and then mm-hmm. when you're like removed from that and especially for you since like you know you theoretically would have still been in school uh-huh yeah so i can't i can't imagine yeah i mean like i i am mostly happy that i'm not in school <laughs> right <laughs> um, i think oh my god um yeah but yeah so that is kind of what my trip to pittsburgh showed me but it was also clarifying because it gave me a little like like i had some time to think and reflect and look and like because you know you always want to like i feel like as humans we have this little tendency to try to go back to like safety and try to go back to something that's familiar and so mm-hmm. going back to pittsburgh like it was familiar but it, it just didn't feel like mine anymore which was nice because Mm -hmm. like like becca and i've talked about off screen 
like mm-hmm. I know I don't want to like end up there move back there and so like going back there this weekend was like I, I had a really fun time and like I had mm-hmm. like I don't want it to sound like I had like a terrible weekend or whatever but like it was just yeah. affirming where it's like oh this is fun and I can keep like visiting this place for yes. like, the rest of my life but it's not somewhere I want to like live you know that's totally how I felt I was like what a great place to visit oh yeah oh yeah and it's like like Pittsburgh's a good little like weekend city yeah because like living there just doesn't feel like there's like a ton to do all the time but mm-hmm. like if you go on a weekend you can like hit all the the things you can hit all the things you want to hit oh, um, wow. and so yeah but that was my weekend um yeah it was really fun yay but becca what yeah in the hell is even <laughs> going on with you this week thank you for asking i'm honestly shocked but <laughs> i do appreciate it finally got to that. <laughs> but i do want to start actually with a moment of silence and i have to show you all something i'm gonna to have to remove my headphones i'm not gonna be able to hear your reaction keep that in mind okay i'll emote i'll emote really big <gasps> okay wait, thank you wait i'm so scared wait close your eyes for a sec i'm so terrified I'll, I'll just tell you when to open them I'm so terrified, guys. Becca can't hear me, but I'm so scared. I want you all to know. Now, let me actually, before you open, let me just like set the scene a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm a fun girl who loves accessories. (gasps) And I feel with every new accessory that I start to love, like unlocks a new era in my life. I feel like I'm about to cry, Becca. I don't know why. I I have a good sense I'm about to cry. Let it out. I don't know. Okay. Like, just keep going, keep going. But I feel like very emotional okay. already by this. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, so I like, I am really excited for the coming year. And, you know, with Blonde Becca, like, things have really been unleashing themselves. And I just feel like I am stepping into a new era of me. And so I needed an accessory to match that. So, Quinn, I would love for you to open your eyes and see my new accessory <gasps> oh, 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 oh my god wait no okay wait i thought you oh, oh you can't hear me still but um i can actually oh. hear you actually through my beats oh you can i'm that loud yeah uh so um <laughs> i thought you said you lost something what i thought you said you lost something no oh is that why okay. you were crying? <laughs> yes, I was thought you were like, like I thought I, there was about to be like a crazy reveal that wasn't like, that was negative rather than positive. Oh, oh my God, but no. There this we is go. strictly positive. Yeah, strictly positive. <sighs> it's a new oh, hat, guys. Oh, it's a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes later. Um, <laughs> it's a new hat, guys. No, it's furry. It's pink. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, cowboy shape ish or it's kind of cowboy it's more like round than a cowboy hat mm, i see i see i see it's perfectly cute and i've been one it's kind of like when beyonce wore that one the white corset and the pink hat mm, yeah it's like kind of a version of that what's happening <laughs> in your life other than the hat okay <laughs> great question pretty much not much um much. <laughs> i I, in the past, like, week or so, though, have really, along with the new era of me, I have been really, honestly, 
terrified, scared even of my screen time numbers. <gasps> Too high, right? Like, oh my God. Like, ooh. It's been, yeah. getting, it's been mm-hmm. shivering my timbers. And so I had to, I, I've been really putting in an effort to downsize mm. my consumption. Um, To me, Spotify does not count. Oh. No. Are you spending a lot of time on Spotify, like the screen? I mean, I look at the lyrics a lot on Spotify. Oh. If I need to know lyrics. So I'll keep the screens up. Okay. Put them up. Put them up. Anyway. I I feel like I don't rely on Spotify yet for that feature. I should. I feel like I always go to like Genius Mm. if I'm trying to look up lyrics. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, go on. Um, but yeah, so I've been walking a lot Ugh. and listening to music or reading, actually. Mm-hmm. Quinn, I'm so embarrassed that you have me on Goodreads. Do you ever look at my page? No. Thank Gord. Don't ever Thank do that. Gord. <laughs> Literally, because it's bad. It's really bad. I've yeah. not got many books read at all. But I've That's been okay. kind of... It's all right. Yeah. I've been like plowing through this one that I've had for a while. So it's just, it takes me about halfway through a book to really be Get able to him. like, yeah. Books, books is hard. Cause you have to like, I don't know. Sometimes you can act and sometimes commitment. you don't, you know? Yeah. And I never know when to give up on a book. Yeah. Like, are I you still you, reading? I'm glad my mom died. I haven't read any more of it because it's like, it's so sad. It's deep. Like it's like, and like, I just haven't been in a place where I like want to read it. I've also, yeah. it's funny you talk about that. My screen time on my phone has been down, but that is because my screen time on my mm. Nintendo Switch has been probably all the way up. Because <laughs> 110%. Something about me is I'm playing Pokemon. Oh, I thought you were going to be playing Animal Crossing, maybe. Oh, no. Okay. I I have I was watching videos of Animal Crossing and I was really in because I I didn't play Animal Crossing until the pandemic, and then I bought the new one and I was obsessed with it for like a month and then. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if I went back to Bucci, my villagers would be a little mad at me. Um, oh no! Uh, Burn some yeah. bridges. Burn some bridges. Yeah, I've been really playing the new Pokemon. I've really been trying to complete the Pokedex for this one. Um which is a whole thing so i will be like it's also open world so like you can just like explore around a lot like minecraft yes Mm -hmm. Mm. um minecraft's infinite world actually but this one's open world but it's still like a lot um so yeah every time i see a new pokemon i'm like pulling over trying to get her in the ball um (laughs) i'm trying to battle all the trainers prove i'm the best Mm -hmm. um but yeah so my screen time has been down, but my screen time, like, there were a couple weeks where, like, I got, like, up into, like, seven, eight hours. It's crazy. Like, it within happened. the past. Well, Google Maps. So- Google Maps also doesn't count. Yeah, no. And ugh, listen, if I fall asleep to a YouTube video. <sighs> doesn't count. How dare. They should say. talk about that. Yeah. No, literally. Because what do I do every single night? Mostly to a YouTube video. To YouTube video. Yeah. 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 People aren't thinking about night. that. Exactly. Because I don't want to mess up my Spotify wrapped. So I'm going to listen to white noise if I have to. 
on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But mostly I'm going to listen to Curtis Connor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have screen time? Have you like set like limits for any of your apps or? Yeah. And I am mad disrespectful, bro. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, me too. Um, especially since I graduated college, I'm like, well, I don't really have anything to do. So I can just avoid <laughs> this. Yeah. Like, it's just muscle. Like, I don't even read them when they pop up anymore <laughs> or register them. It's just like muscle memory to just ignore them. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, you can just like. Um, Something I did actually turn on was um, downtime. I used to have downtime turned on. I have it What's turned that? on from like 2 a.m. It'll basically like make your like it, it does like the time limit thing, but to all your apps. Oh, but you can like pick ones that are like like I have like Spotify. Spotify is open on my phone twenty four seven because if it's not, <laughs> I'm gonna go a little crazy. Um, Loca. So like, but you can set like certain ones that aren't, and then like it's like it's like when you run out of time, but for like all the apps on your phone, so you have to like click through if you want to use any of the apps like late at night. Mm, um, and I have it set from like 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. Because I'm like, I should be asleep at 2 a.m. And then, or at least trying to go there. And mm-hmm. then I would have a really bad problem where like right when I wake up in the morning, I have like a compulsion to like go on social media. Yeah. Um, Because I want to connect. That is that is also a really scary thing to like actually like get to the root of it and be like, the reason I want to look at my phone in the morning is because I like want, I like crave human connection as soon as I wake up. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. Or I just immediately, like, I can't even think, let myself think a single thought before, like, I just start playing a Curtis Connor, Connor video again. That's me with music. Like, I can't, like, have there be, like, a silent moment. Yeah, literally. Because I'm scared, um, guys. Yeah. Um, no, this do you get that... them on your computer, too? No. I've only ever seen it on my phone. Yeah, because my computer's old, so I don't even think I could update it to, like, the programming that has screen time on it. She wouldn't um, understand. But, like, my friends get screen time reports for their computer, too, and I'm like, oh, if I was getting it for my phone and my computer, and then I, like, could add those up and, like, actually understand how much time, y'all better be jumping. Like, that would be me. Like, <laughs> It'd be really scary, guys. Yeah. Y'all better be jumping. No, Yeah and but it's also like the world like it's also um mm-hmm. it's so like i wish i could like like just like getting off social media is just not something that like works for me at this point in my life you know no i got to have it because like everybody's on there you know because mm-hmm. like tiktok and twitter make me happy snapchat you know i get to see my friends sometimes instagram I was reading an article and they were like now young people are treating Instagram like millennials like Gen Z is starting to treat Instagram like millennials treated Facebook Facebook yeah like everyone kind of hates it but you just need to have it yeah and I related to that so much Mm -hmm. no like it's truly Instagram for me is for like introductory things like when I first meet a person i'm like oh i'll go follow them and then i learn everything mm-hmm. about them i need to know mm-hmm. once i stalk their page and then mm-hmm. probably never have to look at it again yeah 
And also Instagram, I'm only ever looking at stories. Like I never go through my actual feed on Instagram. Yeah, same here. Like I know if I'm going through my feed, like something about going, like if I start scrolling on my feed on Instagram, I'm like, oh, I must be really bored. Like, yeah. If I start <laughs> liking a post, <laughs> it's oh, terrible, man. Your Honor. No, but you are right. Like I do look up, like I met somebody this weekend and looked up their Instagram. Yep. And followed them at two thirty in the morning after meeting them at a bar. That's when you, yep. And that is something love. I did. It's love, girl. <laughs> that's my. That's like the craziest I'm willing to get. Like making a move on somebody, following them on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's just wild, man. Um, but yeah, it is a scary thing. The Black Mirror. Ugh. Yeah, but it is also I have like like something that does make me feel better about like playing as much Pokemon as I have in this current like iteration of my life is like I have mm-hmm. like I know at least in my case. Um, I have like done a lot of other things this year, and so like you can relax. Yeah, yeah I think I've earned <laughs> it a little bit. Um, yeah, I got you know I got twenty books or something in the good reach. Um, and so <laughs> yeah, um, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you wanted to mention in our little catch up phase, Becca? Did I ever tell you about when I checked out that man with the mustache at Ulta, and then? <sighs> From his when I signed up him up for a loyalty account, followed him on Instagram. You did. I, you I believe yeah. you did. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, a little update. He never followed me back, or even accepted my request. So I had to rescind. It was time. So I have to believe that he never Give saw that back it. To me now. <laughs> Take that back. Um, I just have to believe he never saw it. Yeah. He just doesn't use yeah. Instagram, actually. He's in the army, guys. I found that out. <laughs> I know. I know. Sometimes things happen for a reason. That's all I'm going to say. What if he's being forced to, though? <laughs> Tough for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did get a follow back this weekend. I was like... <laughs> hey! <gasps> Also, can I say, I might be telling on myself, but, or actually, I won't tell on a little detail, but um, actually, when I went out this weekend, I saw a girl that I went to elementary school with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you know she would be in the Pittsburgh area? I did know she went to Pitt, but, like, we never, like, crossed paths, and I never, it was never a thing where, like, I felt the need to be, like, hey, like, but I saw her out with someone else I knew. And so like her, our mutual friend was introducing us. And I was like, oh, we went to elementary school together. And then she looked at me mm-hmm. and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It's honestly like, you know, when you picture someone and like you can picture elementary school them, mm-hmm. but like to them, they look so different. Mm-hmm. But if you're just memorizing the bare bones of someone, like their eyes and their facial structure, that does follow you. Yeah, she looks kind of the same, and I believe exactly. I do too. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, but that was one crazy thing that happened to me. Um. Ugh. But wow. Becca and I are caught up like mm-hmm. someone in the outfield at a baseball game. Hmm. 
And so we are going to take a little tiny little break. And we'll be right back. Okay. Guys, I'm scared. Large sack of lard. You don't want to squirt out the bottom layer. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I think it's a new hat. <laughs> Is that was that a reference to something? No. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Came off the tip of my brain. <laughs> yeah, off the dome, off the noodle. Um. So, well, guys, this week on the podcast. We okay. are yeah. talking about our year in music. So something super fun, Becca and I decided to do actually. What is an essential part of everybody's year in music? But Spotify Wrapped. Uh, so true. Set for you Apple Music users. It's a dark day for you whenever Spotify Wrapped <laughs> comes out. But yeah, can't be. Involved. Um. So about a month ago, Becca and I came together and we decided to make predictions about our Spotify wrapped. And so we're so psychically blessed. Literally. So yeah. now we're going to throw to Becca and Quinn, but like a month ago, and they're going to tell you what they thought was on their Spotify wrapped. Mew. <gasps> and we're back, but guys, Right now, we're actually back from the past. Ugh, not again. <laughs> this is crazy, actually, because <laughs> we're doing an episode dissecting Becca and I's Spotify wrapped as a fun way to have some year-end programming. And um, so, yeah, uh, Becca mm-hmm. and I thought it would be really fun to kind of uh, try to predict. So right now, today, it is November 7th. 2022 we promise we, we promise. promise we promise guys. <laughs> um, and uh becca and i are going to make a little prediction we're going to look into our crystal ball mm-hmm. and we are mm-hmm. going to try to predict our top five songs and our top five artists which i feel like are like the centerpiece of spotify wrapped and Absolutely. um i don't know if you have your minutes listened from last year on hand becker <laughs> But I was trying gonna, to look for them. Okay, I'm gonna give a little over under on my minutes listened, whether I think it's over or under. Okay. Um, but first of oh, all, I Becca, do. I would just love to hear. Maybe if you want to give a little rundown of like what we're coming from last year. Of course. And then yeah, what you think is gonna go on for this year? Yeah. So my top songs from last year were. So How You're Hurting My Feelings, Say My start. Name by Tove Strike, not by Destiny's Child. Okay. At Least I Like Cool by Sasha something, My Dude, and Bunny is a Writer, of course. And my top artists were Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Melanie Martinez, Caroline Polachek, and Charlie XCX. Now, for this year, I think, I think my top songs... In no particular order, to be honest, mm-hmm. but my top five. I would be shocked if Fantasy by Mariah Carey was not on there. I had like a whole <laughs> moment with her in January, February, and I could not stop listening to that fucking song. <laughs> um, I think also So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings is going to be on there again. 
It usually is. It has How to be. How could it not be? Exactly. I think Yuck by Charlie XCX is going to be on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but I think that Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter could be on there. Wait, is and that off also, her album? Yeah. I need to listen to that album. So the song Nonsense is so good. It's like Ariana made a song that Sabrina sings. So perfect. Oh my God. Can I tell you her song Skin, which was like the response to driver's license, outsold to me on oh, my iPhone. Word. Driver's license. <laughs> on my iPhone? On my fucking iPhone 13? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also think that probably Bunny as a writer is also going to be on there again. And then I think my top five artists are going to be Ariana, Caroline, Charlie XCX, Nicki Minaj. And I'm really pulling for Bex Gloss. I'm really pulling for her. Oh, my God. God bless her. (laughs) And with four songs or five songs in the Bex Gloss discography. Well, it depends on which page you visit. The issue has not been fixed. I know. I noticed that this week. I was like, she is... (laughs) Yeah, I'm she calling Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, I'm doing everything I can, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my guesses. Um, it's, it's what was... definitely possible. Whoa, I thought Taylor maybe could be on there too. I'm surprised she wasn't. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't get her last year or the year before. What? How much I listened to folklore, especially that was crazy. I also find it fascinating how were any of your top five songs Ariana songs? No, not last year. But Ariana Grande was still your top artist. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's true. To me. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think that, I mean, I listened to Monopoly by her the most, mm. but... I spent 2,500 minutes just listening to Monopoly and somehow it's still not my number one song or in the top five. That's crazy. That shows how obsessive of a person I am. (laughs) I will just listen to the same song. That's a lot of time, yeah. That's so many times. That's like 50 hours almost. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, anyway. It is 41 hours. That's crazy. Mm Um. But that makes me want to ask actually you, Quinn. Well, what are we coming from last year? What was your your setup? All right. Oh, I... oh wait. I forgot really quick. I listened to 23,000 minutes and I think I'll be over. I think okay. I'll be at like 26. Okay. Okay. But what about you? My top songs were kind of unhinged last year. Like my number one song, I was not expecting at all. What was it? Marjorie by Taylor Swift. Oh, oh my God, Quinn, that's so scary, especially for how late in the year it came out. <laughs> no, Evermore, no, Evermore came out the year before. Is that true? Yeah. What? You're thinking of Red Taylor's version. Wait, what? Evermore came out December 11th, 2020. Oh my god. Wait, what? Wait, okay, this is gonna be a little bit more of it, but I thought it came out right before my grandfather died. 
<laughs> and I think he died last year. I can't oh, quite remember. <laughs> Wait, maybe he did die in 2020. Oh, that's weird. We just had a celebration of life. I don't know. Anyway. Irregardless, shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, John, for all you did. Dear John, literally. Um... <laughs> in a good way, though. Uh, yeah dear john complimentary um <laughs> dear john not derogatory so yeah my number one song was marjorie my number two song okay. was august my number three song was champagne problems <laughs> my number four song this is honestly so embarrassing actually both my number fours are so embarrassing happier by livia rodrigo no way yeah I yeah, thought you didn't like hard. Olivia Rodrigo. I like don't really. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So those were hate listens. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't n- now that she's like not in the public eye as much, like she's not as annoying to me, but anyway. Um okay. but some of her songs do slap. I gotta give that to her. Whoever she copied yeah. them from, they were really <laughs> eating. That and then Shouts my f- number five song is Happiness by Taylor Swift. God. <laughs> These are so sad. I why are you about me? I why are you like love this? sad music? Oh, that's crazy. Which I feel like would surprise people because I'm a generally like pretty ebullient person, like presenting mm-hmm. outward. Um, but something about me, I'll be like have a full ass like smile on my face, but I'm listening to Back to December, like crazy. Or I'm listening to Marjorie by Taylor Swift. Anyway. And so, obviously, my top artist was Taylor Swift. Number two mm-hmm. was Lady Gaga. Um, number three was Lord. Number four, again, a scary number for me, the Glee cast. Okay. They were my number okay. two artists in 2020, which means they were very close to being number one. Um, you are gay. <laughs> You okay? <laughs> I cannot imagine the embarrassment of opening your Spotify rap just to see Glee cast number Glee cast. one artist. The way I would unalive <laughs> myself. Um, if they were three spots higher than on your list, oh my god! Or one, or one, depending on the year. Anyway, um, okay, okay, okay. And then um, number five was Kesha. Love, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical. And then my minutes listened was eighty six thousand six hundred and sixty one. Wow. It's true. It's true, y'all. That's crazy as well. And I believe it's going to be higher this year. I feel like I'm going to reach new heights this year. Oh, my God. You listen to a lot of hours of music. I do. I'm guessing it's going to be in the 88 to like 90 range. Um, And so my predictions for this year, my top artists, I have gotten specific with it. Mm -hmm. I believe Miss Taylor Swift, she's not moving from that top spot. She's been there two or three years now nice and so i don't think she's moving perfect um i believe number two will be charlie xcx mm-hmm. because crash i listen to crash a lot i saw her twice live yeah. this year yeah okay. number three i believe will be lord nice because solar power i'm playing that album out constantly plus melodrama mm-hmm. um and even some pure heroin here and there. Mm-hmm. Number four, Lady Gaga. I feel like she's just omnipresent on this list. And then number five, I'm really hoping Muna makes it into my top five artists. 
That would be so cute. I've been putting in the work to make sure Moon is there. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, we hope she's there. And then for top songs, I believe my most listened to song of the year will be Lightning by Charlie XCX. Yeah, yeah. Number two, I believe Marjorie will return to the list. Nice. Okay, spooky a little bit. (laughs) Well... (laughs) My grandfather did die this year. So. <laughs> I didn't know that. Are you not? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so um, I did have a reason to listen to <laughs> yeah. it. Fun okay. fact about me: I did almost get my mom to play Marjorie at his funeral. Uh, uh, but uh, I floated it to her. The tears that would consume me. Yeah. I also got Light of a Clear Blue Morning played, but not the Dolly Parton version. Dang. Something about the Dolly Parton version. It turns into a little bit too much of a party to be playing at a funeral. Maybe my funeral. So I feel like my okay, funeral is going to My funeral is going <laughs> to get block hot. Anyway. <laughs> um, I- this next one isn't... Fo- I did do some research. I went on like Recedify to look at some of my like listening trends and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I be- Number three will be a Muna song, Shooting Star. Oh, okay. Um, because I listen to that a lot. Like, it's not the song I listen to, like, most, like, wantingly. I do find those songs, you like, random songs you have on playlists actually have a lot of power in the Spotify wrapped. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. For sure. Four is going to be a song called Lovesick by Peace, which was in Heartstopper. Oh, um, right. And I'm just absolutely obsessed with the songs from 2015. Mm. And I'm praying with everything in me that I'm right about this song being on top five songs, because if it's not my top five most played songs, it's definitely gonna be my top five favorite songs of the year. Okay. And that is Cuff It by Beyonce. Okay, Slay. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say What I Want by Muna, maybe. Mm. But I like- understand. Honestly, I was I did think what I want. I do I did think a Muna song is gonna be on there. I don't think multiple Muna songs are gonna be on there. Fair enough. Um, it's a lot to ask. What I for. want, what I want when the album first came out, I was bumping to that song. Yeah. Now summer playlist vibes. Now, home by now, I'm wearing that song out. Um okay. but shooting a star, it's just the receipt if I was saying I listened to that song a lot, so. I followed her a little bit. I'm a little bit of a sheeple. I'm a little bit of a sheeple. Okay. All right. Um, And I can accept that. Yeah. And so now we're going to throw to Quinn and Becca contemporary for y'all, but in the future for me and Becca. But also in the past, if you're listening. Yeah. If you're listening in 2026, when Becca and I are both maybe dead. Um, hey! <laughs> hey. <laughs> when we're dead, famous dead or famous, um, <laughs> or both, uh, or both, okay, or famous crazy. because we're dead, or dead because we're famous. Dead because we're famous, yeah. yeah. We gotta watch our backs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we're gonna throw out to those clowns, and they're gonna let you know what actually was going on truth well that was Oosh. our predictions yeah thank you past quinn and becca for doing that for us so brave so um, brave 
And so now it is time for current Quentin Becca to get into what was correct, what was maybe incorrect, um, what was wildly flagrant, well, flagrantly wrong. Okay. <laughs> about um, our predictions. So, Bika, mm-hmm. what did you get right? What did you get wrong? If mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> Never been wrong, but <laughs> there was some incorrectness here. Okay. Um, so I got three out of the five artist predictions. I got Ariana right because she was number mm-hmm. one. I got Charlie because she was number two. And mm-hmm. then Nikki was my fifth artist. Yeah. And then Bexloss, neither Bexos or Caroline Polachek were in my <gasps> top artists, which is so surprising. But Scary. Taylor Swift and Florence and the Machine were. So mm-hmm. I, I and you I were really them. in a dance fever. Yes, very much so for a lot of the summer. Mm-hmm. And then I got three out of five of my songs right because Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter was number one. Mm-hmm. Crazy that one July can change things that much is that that song that's like i'll be in a coffee shop and i'll order a, and no. I'll no. I, it can't be you but it is <laughs> that song no i literally haven't listened to any of her other songs oh other than God. this one this song nonsense by Sp- it, it's the only ariana song we got this year <laughs> Ariana herself did not deliver us any She's music. Filming so movie. <laughs> she filmed a movie. She got that whole booty line. So um so nonsense. And then mm. I also got Fantasy right because I was my number four. And then I got Yuck right because I was my number three. Mm-hmm. And then So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings. First year in a while, it wasn't up. And then Bunny is a writer I thought for sure would be on there, but it wasn't. Instead, number two, my second muscles two song was Bex Gloss's Killer Queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably, actually. Which probably because it's a minute long, so it's easy to listen to a lot. Yeah, listenable. Yeah. And then number five was Hot in It by Charlie XCX and Tiesto. So Tiesto. Tiesto. Which is such a great song, honestly. Tonight I'm gonna be rocking it, rocking dropping it, it, dropping it. Check my ass, no stopping it. Um, and then I was also wrong with my minutes. I guessed twenty three thousand, and I had less than last year. I had seventeen thousand six hundred thirty eight minutes. Mm. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, but I was more than half right, so yeah. I knew myself pretty well. Yeah, but that. Leads me to ask you, Quinn, what was, what were you wrong and right about? So my artists, I was, um, I was, I got four out of five of my artists, not in the position I thought they were. Okay. Um. So Taylor Swift was number one. I guess nice. Charlie XCX to be at number two, but she was actually at number four. Um. Ooh. I guess I'll do it like this. So Taylor Swift was number one. Muna was number two. Mm. Lord was number four. Mm. Or no, Lord was number three. Sorry. Okay. Um, oh. Charlie XCX was number four. And Beyonce was number five. Ah, 
no gaga no i honestly and does that make me a bad person it's something we have to think about for a little while um Ooh. Uh, yeah i'm gonna sleep on it <laughs> yeah um yeah. i love lady gaga i've Something about me is I've been streaming Hold My Hand perhaps more than anybody else for the past couple weeks. Really? Um, and that's at least once a week, that means. Um, and so there you go, um, being demonic again. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um and but yeah, so unfortunately, Lady Gaga for like the first time in a very long time was not my top five artists, but people grow and people change. I did go to her concert this year, so I didn't monetarily support her in that single action. Yeah. more than I could ever do so on Spotify. Um, yeah, and the streams of like what you were listening to when you were there actually didn't count in Spotify system, so yeah. that's probably mm-hmm. why also. Yeah, so yeah, so I had Taylor Swift, Charlie XCX, Lord, and Muna on my top five artists just in different positions. Beyonce, guys, Renaissance, it was it was a moment. I was I was I I still play that record out. Um, yeah, yeah. It was one of two albums I downloaded for my trip overseas. Oh my gosh. What was the second one? Folklore. Oh, I thought it'd be the, now that's what I call music 43. Weird. <laughs> I'm not your mom. <laughs> Wait, what? Those that must have just happened. <laughs> she does. <laughs> and then my top um, songs, I was wrong about all of them, actually. Um, not a single one of my predictions was correct. Um, Lightning wasn't on there? No. Um, so my top five songs were Home By Now by Muna, which I'm actually so happy about that. Um, my second <laughs> okay. song, my second song was Kind of Girl by Muna. Okay. So happy about that, too. Mm-hmm. Third was So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings. Whoa, there's where she went. Yeah, that's where she went. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my um, God. And then number four was Grow As We Go, which is a Ben Platt song. <gasps> when guys it's because i was working your on... cringe is showing <laughs> ew <laughs> i was working on a show and grow as we go was in the pre-show playlist and so the like that for gay two show? what it so was that, that gay, gay show, show. <laughs> okay um <laughs> so the whole first two weeks of april when i was working on that show i heard it every night and me and previous podcast guest nandita mahesh mm-hmm. like, became obsessed with it um, i actually really like that one bet ben platt song river he um yeah he's very talented like he has he's such an amazing vocalist um you know that in the politician that whole family's last name is hobart Yes, yeah, Peyton Hobart. Yeah. Why have you never brought that up to me before? I feel like I have, maybe before oh, the podcast. Okay. I was also, where is it in Pittsburgh where there's Hobart Street? Oh, in um Squirrel Hill. Yeah. I was standing on the corner of Hobart Street. Um, <laughs> that could make me cry, Quinn. Yeah. You're always standing on my Hobart Street. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Thank you. And then my fifth song was Dover Beach by Baby Queen. <laughs> Slay. Which was in the Heartstopper soundtrack and had a chokehold on me ever since. Yeah. Um, But so then my songs that I guessed, so Lightning, which I thought was going to be my number one, was number 15, actually. Mm. Marjorie fell 18 whole spots. 
to number 19. But it was still still pretty high. Shooting Star by Muna went from, well, it was my third, I guessed it to be third, and it only went down to six. So just missing. Mm -hmm. Um, Lovesick by Peace, I thought was going to be number four, and it went down to eight. Um, And then Cuff It by Beyonce um, was number, was what I guessed to be number five, and it was actually at number 18. Oh, wow. And this was going to be my jump scare, but something else has come up that is going to be my jump scare for this week. Oh, boy. On little year-end playlist, Spotify, for some reason, decided to put the clean version of Cuff It. What the hell? And it's weird because there are other songs from Renaissance and there are other songs from any other artists that are explicit on that playlist. But for some reason, they put the clean version of Cuff It on there. And I don't know how to change it. That's honestly so fucked up, especially if you weren't listening to the clean version. I was not. Place. I was not. actually. Yeah. So because Spotify does this fucked up thing where sometimes I remember the first morning I listened, I was being crazy and. I used to, um, when I respected the morning and morning pages a little bit more, I used to wake up Uh really early, like before work to um, do that part of my day. And the day Renaissance was released, I listened to the album, like while I was doing my pages. And then I Mm -hmm. realized, I was like, oh, this is the clean version. I have to. And so then I had to change it to the explicit version. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been listening to the explicit version ever since. But Spotify serves you up the clean version. But again, I'm a 22-year-old teenager. So um, I'm I'm old enough to have swear words in my music, I believe. As long as my mommy signs off on it. Yeah, exactly. If she Um, did, I swear. But wait, were your minutes... How many? What was yes. your minutes at? So my minutes were actually kind of crazy because I forgot how much. So I so I did guess over last year, which I believe I forget where I was last year. I was at eighty six 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 one. Um, okay. So I guessed I was over that, and I think I guessed like I was more in the neighborhood of like ninety thousand this year. Blew that out of the water. I was actually at one hundred and twelve thousand four hundred and fifty one minutes listened this year. Oh my god! Which is the equivalent of uh, I forget. I did the. It was like twenty. It's like twenty percent of the year or something. Uh. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's crazy, actually. So I spent seventy-eight whole days listening to music this year. Oh my god! Um. And so yeah. It's actually so much. Did you see that one girl who like listened to one single song for like 150,000 minutes? No. I think it was Stars Are Blind. She listened to it for 80 days, bro. Like over 80 days. That's crazy, I love her. actually. <laughs> I love her, That's actually. crazy, actually. No, but my most streamed song, my most streamed song was Home By Now. And I only streamed that 83 times. Oh wow, you wow. It was only out six months of the year though. Eighty-three, huh? Because it came out. I in... kinda I kinda I wonder how they calculate it. I used to think they stopped tracking on Halloween, but I think they've changed that. Like I think they might the tracking period might be longer than it once was. Because home by now I did listen to a lot, like in mm. the month of November, especially like mm. um 
because there's famously a lyric in the song saying why is it so hot in LA in late October and I was like oh it's late October right. now yeah, yeah um, perfect and so yeah I heard they stopped tracking in September though that's definitely not true okay cool I refuse to believe that <laughs> all right you said I've it. heard Halloween is like the cutoff but it could be different I don't know it's kind of shrouded in mystery yeah interesting um uh, but yeah 10,000 of my minutes were just spent on Taylor Swift. Whoa. Top 0.5% of listeners. I am always in the top 0.5% for Ariana as well. Mm. That's my girl. I'm sick beside her. <laughs> Any other kind of like, they also did the um, listening personalities this year. I was the adventurer. I was the enthusiast. Super okay. fan. Yeah, mine was, you are a seeker of sound. You venture out into the unknown, searching for fresher artists, deeper cuts, newer tracks, especially gems yet to be found. Um, nice. And then what was your audio day? This was another one people were really into audio this year. Day. Oh, I forget. Wait, I have to go back. Is the thing still up? Is it going to let me look? Perhaps. Um, but while you look for that, mine was my yeah. mornings were yearning, bittersweet acceptance. <laughs> my night or my oh. afternoons were confident, energy, empowering. And my nights were soft, mellow, heartache. Soft, mellow, heartache. Mm-hmm. Very me core. <laughs> Very you core. <laughs> um, I have found them, but I just need to screenshot them, I suppose. Is it going to show me all three at once? I think so. Well, my morning is... Ah. My mornings were rebellious, confident, empowering. My afternoons oh my were passionate, empowering energy. And my nights were angst, spooky, and rebellious. <laughs> angst, I feel like spooky. you don't listen to a lot of sad music. Um... I do, but I haven't had a lot of space to open myself to sadness this year. I see. Like I have with previous years. Also, Phoebe Bridgers is usually a top artist of mine. Mm. I didn't even have room for her this year to open myself up to her. Yeah, exactly. Like I I just could not handle any more sadness in my life. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Uh Oh, <laughs> that's okay. I just haven't usually like once a month. I'm like, oh, I got to cry. And I got to like force it out of myself by listening to me. And survives. <sighs> yeah. I but... love garden song. Yeah. I want a tattoo of it. Uh, that but yeah. And then. What? Something that Becca and I. Becca and I actually <gasps> were the creators this year. Yeah. Becca a little bit more so than myself, but <laughs> I got myself, all, I, or I got MPJ. First of all, I claimed MPJ on Spotify. Don't know why we hadn't done that already. Um, Slay. So no. I don't know if we have like a little verified thing next to us now that I've claimed the account, but. That would be awesome. Um, this year, in the six months we've been doing this little show, We've released mm -hmm. 23 episodes, which is 2.4K minutes of content, the way we be talking. Wow. 
um, which was streamed in five countries. Ah, incredible. Um, Our podcast was in the top 15 most shared globally. That was crazy. That's actually insane. Mm -hmm. And uh, 37% of our listeners are followed so or, or followers of our podcast on spotify so guys if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on spotify what is going on even how do you even know when we release new episodes yeah you gotta follow yeah guys come hit on. that bell and comment below that's seriously but, what i do and you can hit the bell on spotify too and we're in the mm-hmm. top 20 percent most followed podcasts which is literally blows my brain i know right um Ah, and then we were we the top you. podcast for 14 fans. Yeah. We were in the top five podcasts for 35 people. And we were in the top 10 podcasts for 62 people. Which is actually crazy that like, that means that more than 62 people have listened to us. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. And then our listeners personality is the devotee. Um, when our fans love a podcast, you guys really love it. Mm-hmm we're so easy to love um and they're quick to support new releases and play their favorite episodes over and over i could not imagine do you think have people like guys write in if you've listened to more than one of our episodes like like if you've listened to one of our episodes more than one time like i'm amazed by you honestly yeah no i would have to i have to know like is any you know how like you have like a comfort youtube video that you can watch like thousands of times Mm -hmm. for me it's the drew good and vin diesel video i could watch <laughs> that man get something stuck in his teeth all day uh-huh. but <laughs> i wonder if like w- if one of our episodes is that for someone like y'all listen to mr bananas like on repeat like <laughs> that's what i'm saying like is mr bananas just up and up and up literally i love it um are you listening to harry ho or becky ho like you playing those <laughs> out like which one um <laughs> literally but yeah oh it's honestly Lord. crazy thank you guys so much um yes to all of you who are listening, because, you know, sometimes it feels like Becca and I are just shouting into the void a little bit. But this, you know, yeah. shows that people are listening. And it's nice because, you know, we work hard on mm-hmm. this little podcast. We're a little indie production over here. Um, it's true. It's really nice to see the people are appreciating it. Yeah. And obviously, Spotify, we know you're listening. Mm-hmm. And if you did want to cut us a deal... It would be probably a great time to do that. We're in the yeah. top 20% most followed podcast. On our way up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So thanks. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Multimedia yeah. artist, truly. We have to bring it up. We have to bring it up. <laughs> Your friend Bex Gloss was also. Um, yeah. Got some Spotify. Yeah. So anything. Info. What's going on with Bex Gloss's Spotify for artists. I mean, so we have to remember that there is still a glitch in my. <laughs> I think bin. there's actually. I know there's been a glitch. <laughs> Confirmed, actually. Um, and so this is pretty much just for Coochie and like part of Killer Queen. So, but I've been listened to by over a hundred thirty people. They've listened for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Coochie's My Top Tracked was played 400 times. Oh, my God. At least like 30 to 50 of those for me, though. Perfect. That's what I like to say. I'm a Bex Gloss. Um, 
And then, of course, most most interesting to me is that it was heard, Coochie specifically, heard in 12 countries. And number one, you may be thinking, United States, United States. I'm from the United States. Guess what? No, it's no, Finland, we live babe. in a flop ass of a country. <laughs> yeah, so they don't, they can't, they can't recognize real, but mm-hmm. Finland. Oh boy, <laughs> they that, get it. <laughs> that like does mean that you're on the cutting edge though, because all the pop music comes out of Scandinavia. No, it's true. And all the best producers. Exactly. Like whoever it's the next the Max Martin is, who hasn't made it out of Stockholm yet, is like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yes. Um, I can't like I'm trying to think of other things a little Swedish boy would say. <laughs> I can't actually think of it. Oh, the fish are so sweet in my mouth. And <laughs> the uh, song is sweet in my ears. Yeah. That's just German. Do they speak Perfect. differently than German? <laughs> mm, they definitely do. But that's fine. Because Germany was number three. <gasps> I feel like that must have been you a little bit. But that's OK. Have you been to New Zealand recently? I've not. Okay, well, that was number five. So something is actually going Lord, on. Lord, is listening. Lord knows who Becca Gloss is. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure she's she the only person who lives club. there, actually. <laughs> I heard that, too. And the prime minister, but I'll take that as well. <laughs> Lord yeah. and Jacinda living in a house together. <laughs> Bestie boodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, for, for the little Bex Gloss has to show for herself... What a fabulous turnout. Oh, a thousand percent. Obsessed with the results, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So Spotify Wrapped is one part of the listening year. Yeah. Um, But now Beck and I wanted to zoom out a little bit and talk a little bit more broadly about our year in music. Um, Some of our favorite like releases, maybe a 2022. Some new things we discovered musically. Um... So, Becca, what were some of your favorite songs of 2022? Not even necessarily, like, songs that came out this year. They could mm-hmm. be. Or they could just be songs that you really liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, what was going on? Well, so, we have to... We can't ignore the fact that I went through a villain era. A villain era. Yeah, for... it's something we can never ignore, Kicking actually. Off the year. No, yeah, it's so important to the history of me and us and everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so my villain era pod, not podcast playlist was pretty much all I listened to from like February to probably May. And some of the big ones on there were, and we've talked about this better than revenge mm-hmm. by Taylor. That honestly could be a huge part of why she is in my top five artists. Um, and I'm just trying to find my villain era playlist. To, oh, yes. Oh yeah, a lot of reputation I, on that villain era playlist as well. Yep, um, a lot, a lot of Crash, which Crash was like one of my favorite albums of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of old Miley, old Kesha. Uh huh. And this is something. Okay, I've been coming to terms with this for. I guess it's fair to say my whole life. The fact that I really like a lot of. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's hard to even say. I really like a lot of Panic at the Disco songs. <laughs> we talked about this off. Like, we either talked about this that got cut from the episode or we, like, talked about it after. Becca and I had, like, a hour-long conference after the 
about this last week no oh we you and i have talked about panic at the disco recently though could be well i don't know do you ever have you ever listened enjoyed a song from them oh yeah other than other than me by you know taylor swift featuring vernon yuri um i uh i actually really like that song um death of a bachelor oh <laughs> you're right it is like no we're like aching ourselves no my mom and my mom um she goes through these phases where like her she like gets a song that, like reminds her of me one of them is what me and my friend Corey affectionately refer to as the greatest showman song um and we actually confused my friend tegan with it this weekend but which is this is me from the greatest showman you know what do you want to know something about what? me what actually you love that okay. song no so listen i used to though always when i would <laughs> try and sing all too well five minute version uh-huh i would always for some reason be like um what's the where how does the bridge start again or he's like maybe we got lost in translation in translation maybe, I asked, maybe for I asked for too much thing was a masterpiece and we tore it all up I am scared. I'm Bruce. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. And I couldn't like ever listen to either song correctly because I would always be thinking about the other one. And so it kind They're of ruined anthemic. all too well for me. Yeah. Yeah. So thank God the 10 minute version came out so I could separate that. That song is actually, it, lyrics from that song are actually in my senior ad in my high school yearbook. Really? So that's something I have to live with. Um, put there, put there by your mother. Yeah. Does she think of? Does she view you as that character? The bearded woman, probably. <laughs> probably. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but Corey and I were high as fuck, and we saw a drag queen <laughs> perform it one time, and it changed both of our lives. So <laughs> oh my god! Okay. It's, it's caused me to come All around right. a little bit on the song. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have to also mention this crazy song. It's called Bus. <laughs> How'd you know? No. <laughs> it's called um I'm gonna have to play to pull up the lyrics, but it's called Bathroom Bitch by Holy Child. Oh. And it had been like I don't know. I probably listened to the song for like two months before I really realized what I was saying. And it's crazy that I could ignore this. The first line is, I want to fuck you in the bathroom. And state like, your intention. Everything... <laughs> yeah. Say what you mean. Say what you mean out loud. Mm -hmm. And it just gets crazier even after that. Um, But, Quinn, I feel like you would appreciate the song. I I'm excited to listen to it. Yeah. Bathroom bitch. Yeah. Is it like, what's the vibe? Sexual. Oh. Like, it's animalistic. It's crazy. Ooh. Yeah. I just have another song. So, um, my songs, I like, I ranked mine a little bit, but I just did like top five little ones. I'm definitely going to do some honorable mentions though. Mm -hmm. But, which I mentioned in my predictions, but Love Sick by Peace was probably like my favorite song I like discovered this year, even though it wasn't okay. released this year. It's like, released in 2014 or something but fine. i fucking love that song <laughs> Put that shit in my veins um <laughs> adam's ribs by jensen mccray that was a late song 
Yeah. It's really cool. It's like written by the um it's written from the perspective of like Eve mm. and like the Garden of Eden. It's like a beautiful song, guys. I can't. Um uh Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga. I put that on here too, since she wasn't on my top artists yeah, but i do love that yeah. song i like liked it when it first came out and then people were like i don't really get it and i was being a little bit of a sheeple but then i heard it at her concert and i was like oh this is how you're intended to listen to this song because <laughs> it's very like 80s like stadium pop so hearing her right. like sing it like in an actual stadium it just made it make so much sense actually yeah i'm sure something we do need to talk <laughs> about as well is my number four which is welcome to my island by caroline polachek yeah no literally Desire. no came out uh, yesterday instantly one of the best releases out, of 2022 came out yesterday boy okay i i'm just obsessed with this woman no me too very rarely like the first time i listen to a song usually it takes me a second to like get to it but like right. first time i listened to the song i was like oh my god <laughs> And I haven't really been into any of her other like singles she's really she's been releasing, releasing them very like precipitously um yeah but this one i went back and listened to them all yesterday and they're all classics but oh my god Welcome i really love so good yeah i loved billions and then i mm. we got to hear we got to hear sunset early when we went to her concert really but then it came out yeah do you not remember i do remember that she played like unreleased music but yes i would love to see her again. no now that she's released this i'm like i'm so excited to go see her again yeah Oh my god, we gotta do it! It better be twenty dollars again. <laughs> twenty dollars, please. Yeah. Um, no, the way when she does the uh, uh, like, she's doing like new things with her voice that she's never done. Um, she's showing she's a vocal powerhouse. Oh, absolutely, and she's also this is what I love most about her a fucking freak. <laughs> Literally, the girl's she's a freak. Also, like, she looks so different from everybody else. Like out right now like she just has very different features the album cover mm-hmm. let's talk about it it's sexy you yeah know, so... <laughs> check. she's coming for your faves um yeah why do you say so she's cool. a freak in the best way possible like yeah. she's so like she's just so original there was a lot of so hot you're hurting my feelings discourse this week i saw really why yeah because somebody tweeted somebody had a viral tweet where it's like this is one of the best produced pop songs ever yeah, and it's true. Um, and some people, you know, most people were, but then there's some people. You ever see somebody there? Sometimes I get suggested all these tweets on my timeline, and the person is always hating. And I'm like, so what? How does it feel to not enjoy things? Like, yeah, can we can we be happy for once? As a hater, sometimes <laughs> you gotta stop. Cool it. Yeah, cool it. Exactly. Um, and then my fifth favorite song I kind of discovered this year for the purposes of this list was "Watching TV with the Sound Off" by Peter Thomas. Oh, um, it's a really nice song about um when you're like so comfortable with a person, you can just like sit in silence with them and be completely Aww. fine. Cute. It's a really cute song. Um, Aww. and then honorable mentions, "American Teenager" by F.L. Kane. I've been bumping mm. to for the last like two weeks. <sighs> um, "Substance" by Demi Lovato. I loved that song. Um, I liked a lot of Demi this year. I didn't, the album isn't for me, but I love the song Substance. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, The Seven Things, 
because um i realized a lot of this was from the latter half of the year but then i started looking at the releases from the first half of the year and there wasn't a lot of like stuff released in the first half of the year this year no so i felt like it was a lot of holdovers um but the seven things live from attention by miley cyrus obviously so Mm -hmm. good Mm-hmm. And then what I thought about today when I was meditating was I go- went through a whole era with um the ringtone remix this year. Yeah. With Rico Nasty and I don't know the other artists. Oh, oh, and, it, but... oh and Charlie and all of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. That that was more of a 2021 song for me. Yeah. I think that was this year at least. But yeah, those are my songs. Um, But do you have any albums that are standing out from this year, Becca? Crash for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I am not surprised at that did not show up at all in my wrapped was Harry's house. Probably because I stopped listening to it mm, May when it came out. I heard Harry's house got condemned. Actually, yeah, no, those roaches we found—they did look into that. They're tearing it down. <laughs> they roaches, down, guys. termites, bed bugs, <laughs> even. Well, there were just... no beds in the house, but there were still bed bugs. Like, how does that happen? Um, Literally, get a grip. Get a grip. Um, <laughs> some, oh, I have to. Some people were oh, closing yeah. their wraps, and they're like, "Not a single man." I was like, Ugh. "Sorry, I can't be her." <laughs> Must be so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzo's album, of course. I'm already. Um, Miley's live album, like you said. I was, yeah. Um, also, if I don't say it now, will I ever say it? That obsessed Addison Ray. Did that come out this I year, love or you just got obsessed with it this year? I got obsessed with this this year. Yeah, Addison Ray and all of her leaks. I got obsessed yeah, with this year. No, Addis- listening to Addison Ray leaks. This something so healing about that. For. No, literally, I feel like a little this girl again. Nothing on but the radio. Literally. Like, it's so um, cute. Yeah. Yeah. But that was... Oh, and then obviously Midnight. It's at the end of that. Mm. At the end of there. Yeah. What about you, Quinn? Any big ones? My favorite album of the year was definitely Renaissance. Of course. I talked about it a lot. But it's definitely, like, my favorite slash, like, the best album released this year. Mm-hmm. Um... Cuff It is my song from there. Alien Superstar, Pure Honey. Like, we could talk about all the songs on the album, but um, yeah. Muna, first yeah. album on Satisfactory. And then I just, um, that's really going to be on all the year end lists, too. So, mm-hmm. another song that's very, another album that's very representative of a new trend I feel in my music Motomami. Yeah. Okay. Every concert video I see, I want to see Rosalina gotta go. in concert so <laughs> bad. I think it'll be so fun. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. I for whatever reason during finals week, I was looking for something to listen to of my final semester of college. Stumbled upon Moto Mommy, and I was like, Oh, I'm obsessed with this. Actually, I love Rosalia. Um, hentai. Come on, you guys. Like, what are we doing? Um, but that was actually really <laughs> cool. It was a cool album because it was the kind of the first time I listened to like a full like project in a different language. Mm, um, okay. And so it allowed me to get like a little bit more like, you know, comfortable with listening to music that's not in my native language. Yeah. Um, or a language that I don't even understand. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so now I feel like I listen to like a little bit more music that's not in English, which I think is good. Expanding my palette. Yeah. Um, and Motomami is just oh, such a good album. Um, obviously Crash. Mm-hmm. I love Crash. Crash is like a grower for me. Um, and her. a song I feel people don't talk about enough. Move me. Something about the I was thinking. Okay, I was thinking about how move me, and also, uh, don't think twice about it. Uh huh. That song's so cute. Some people hate twice, but I'm like, I love it actually. Yeah. There's yeah, not a imagine song making that I like don't kind like. of a little imagine making like a little happy ditty about the apocalypse coming. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm definitely gonna listen to that. Yeah. And I do. Why do we have to view the apocalypse as a bad thing? Die happy thinking about my best friends. Exactly. <laughs> it's so cute. You can laugh and giggle as the meteor comes. Yeah. Um, and then number five Very was much. which we never talked about it on this podcast. I meant to bring it up a couple times, but The Loneliest Time, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. So... Came out the exact same day as Midnight's. So. Something about me that you're going to fucking hate. What? <laughs> is that I didn't want to listen to it without listening to the other album you told me about first. Oh, Emotion? Yeah. Yeah. You just need to, you, Becca, you just need to, you like, you specifically need to just get into Carly Rae. Like, I need you to no, be I with know. me a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to meet you there because the next walk I go on, well, first of all, we'll be to Delaware. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to physically meet you and I will listen to Carly Rae the whole time. No, Carly Rae, she's just, she's kind of the most consistent pop star we have. Like, she just is constantly releasing, like, good music. Like, okay. All right. Hey, it's just nothing noted. flops. Um, I was really happy that the loneliest time the actual song had a little bit of a viral moment. Well, yeah, I heard that. Um, we reached the moon. Yeah, but there's also a really good song, Ben's, which is very emotion vibes on the loneliest time. Um, okay. and then Shooting Star is like a complete Kylie Minogue, like not ripoff, <gasps> but like homage almost. Like it's very Kylie Minogue. It's ugh. and then honestly, just so many songs. Thank you. Talking to Yourself. I should have put that on here because that's one of my favorite songs of the year. Um, And then Surrender My Heart, which is the first track. Um, Yeah, Carly Rae. I'm so happy that Carly Rae is like a part of my own personal brand because I've worn that goddamn Carly Rae Jepsen t-shirt so much that now people associate Carly Rae Jepsen with me. It's like I've done such a good job branding myself if that is because literally you saw that text where my friend was talking about like impersonating me and then somebody who's not even particularly close to me but I do know was like oh I'll buy you a Carly Rae Jepsen shirt. Exactly. Because it's such it's so integral to my brand being a Carly Rae Jepsen. It's like Man. me in that pink hat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like a little it's, it's like are. a little less associated with me than like Becca's pink hat is associated with her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, um, um yeah. I forgot to bring up also that Florence and the Machine Dance Fever obviously Dance was Fever. an incredible album. Yeah, I try I, in mine I tried to cover things that weren't covered by my rap, so. Right, right. Right. I think you're doing good because we talked about Dance Fever. I still need to get into her. Do you know what album I was getting into yesterday? What? And today, Surrender by Maggie Rogers. Oh, yeah. I do like Maggie. 
I was big into hurt in a past life and surrender. I like listened to it once, but now I'm like into it. I feel I feel like I'm gonna go into mm. 2023 getting ready to surrender. Okay. Hey. Um. Perfect. Also, Caroline releasing on Valentine's Day. So sick of her, actually. No, she's crazy for that. Like I said, um, she's a freak. And um, what are some artists, Becca, that maybe you discovered this year or you want to talk about in relation to this year or? Hmm. Um, I have liked a few of her songs before and she's kind of having a moment right now. But mm-hmm. Ray, who her song Escapism is very popular on TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a song "Love Me Again" that I was in my top 100 for 2021, and um, her song "Heart Out Here." I basically can't oh, oh, even. Oh, it's like it. It's just so cool, mm. and I love it. Um, I have definitely discovered music on TikTok. Also, we're not talking enough about how Carmen, that pop duo that we're married. So can from we YouTube, finish what we started? Don't you leave don't you me brokenhearted broken tonight. tonight. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. Cheerio. Here we go. Uh-oh. Okay. Both. They yeah. just say both. Uh oh. Um. Well, Carmen now goes by. And it's just her, Queen Herbie. I don't know if you know this. Oh, my God. She's a solo act. Her, her music is so good. Another thing that I have been listening to since 2021, but um, the song Sugar Daddy, you would love, Quinn. Mm-hmm. The song Mint. If you haven't heard her song Sade in the 90s, <laughs> roll it, smoke it, lose it. <laughs> go crazy with it exactly not fans um, also like aquafina does aquafina have music i think so yeah oh okay like it might be joke music technically work actually um chapel ronin <gasps> yeah chapel ronin Chappelle, sorry. <laughs> chapel um i don't know how to say her name either likely or it's Roan, right? Oh, girl, I don't know. I don't know her oh, damn she has a name. With... Carmen has a remix with, sorry, Queen Herbie. Covine. Um, she makes a lot of music with a lot of people. I really love, I really love Chappelle Roan. Um, I love her song, um, Pink Pony Club. Pink Pony Club. Um, I want to dance yeah, I love Naked in Manhattan a lot. She seems to love gay people, so mm. for that she won't be forgiven. But you know, <laughs> um, I also had like a big '80s moment this year. Ugh. So I was listening to a lot of Quarter Flash. Mm-hmm. Gonna hot my heart, which is one of the best songs ever, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Bon Jovi. And a lot of Bruce Springsteen. People love Bruce Springsteen. He's like Taylor Swift, but for like straight middle-aged men. It's so true. Because the song I'm on Fire is probably the sexiest song ever alive. Mm. Whoa. And there's a cover by the Marias that is so good. And it's how the show The Mindy Project ends. And Mm. I cried. 
had to cry big tears. Who else cried? <laughs> Which one of you cried at the end of the Mindy project? What's <laughs> fucking one of All right. Well, um, yeah. He was too busy what? crying at the TV watching the end of the Mindy project. <laughs> project. <laughs> um, what? Who are some of your maybe? Did you discover anything else this year? Uh, my favorite was probably Jensen McRae, who I talked about on the podcast. Yeah. She opened for Muna when I saw them, and I've honestly been obsessed with her album ever since. Did you know her from TikTok before? No. Mm. Guys, but she's such a good vocalist. I cannot even, like, especially live. Like, ugh, love her, her. lyrics are so interesting, too. She's very creative. I know. Um, Her song Immune is also very good, which was the, like, which came out of like a viral tweet of hers, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby Queen, um, who I talked about a little bit earlier. I love a lot mm-hmm. of her songs. Um, Dover Beach, obviously. U Shapes Hole. Oh my God, Becca, you would love her song, um, Pretty Girl Lie. Okay. Um, Pretty Girl Lie. And yeah, she's just, I'm just very like into like dream. Like I love music that can make me feel like, I'm in like a dream world. Yeah. Like that's very my vibe right now. That's why I turned to indie pop this year because I need yeah. something a little bit more dreamy than what pop is giving me. I'm so with you on that. That's why it's like hyper pop, which I feel like I was, was like my last obsession. It's mm-hmm. too rooted in real world. And it's very like, grounded. It's very grounded in a way, and very industrial almost because there's a lot of like pangs and like dong, dong, mm-hmm. dong. Like, no. but I needed something a little softer. I want like, I want like soundscape. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, I want to be lifted and up. And that was also why a little phase I had was, especially when um, Euphoria brought Can't Tear Us Apart back. Uh, like, I was listening to 90s alt rock for, like, two weeks after that, like, exclusively. Like, Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. INXS. Like, I was very no, into that. I forgot that, that that song had a whole moment. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I, like, just listened to that song for, like, a whole week. Mm-hmm. Wow. I really like INX's INXS's other song. Um, what's it called? I forget, but I like their I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, Need You Tonight. Just that with me. I think that's it. Um, and another one was Rigoberta Bandani, which is going she's a Spanish pop star who I got to see in concert when I was in Spain. Cool. Um, she has two songs. I listened to two of her songs a lot. Um, one's called A Mama, and then another is called Perra. Perra. Can't really roll okay. my R's sometimes. Um, Perra. but don't hate me for that. Um, like That's a dog, fine. but female. Um, and her <laughs> album's really oh, she also has a really good song called Julio Iglesias. Um Ooh. Yeah, she's good. She's she's really fun. Um, I would love to see her again. Um there's this other artist named Girlie, who I actually first discovered her last year. Um, and her song Friday Night Big Screen um, is really good. And um, I discovered another one of her songs this year, um, More Than a Friend. Oh, she's so good. Um, and I also had Brie Runway on here just because I feel like... yeah. I got okay. really into her Ape Shit EP like at like a point this year. 
ATM. Let's talk about it. ATM. 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 Also, Brie Runway's remix of Babylon. The Brie Runway remix of Babylon is the definitive version of that song. Yeah, and it's true. There's... I want to see the walk mine face caught on and never declines. There's something also about every time she says, Gucci wants a girl they could call. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's got to be me. <laughs> um, Do you know the artist Elio? Oh. She has that song with Charlie yeah. XX that's like, I don't want to is... come back because I left my, left my, left my charger. Elio is different. Oh, but Elio is different than Leon. What? Because there's that other one, Leon. Hmm. I feel like I was getting those two mixed up in my head. Oh, Charger. Yeah. I don't want to come back because I left my left my The Inferno Tour pre-sale until Friday. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Well, the song Superimpose and Godly Behavior by Elio are really good. (laughs) Godly Behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, the second half of the year, especially like the first half, really Moto Mommy was the only thing that came out. But like I wasn't like aware of it until a little bit later. And so it feels a little bit later in the year to me. Um, But yeah, we're in like a really good time for pop music, I feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like so many. There's so many amazing acts out and music is so Mm -hmm. accessible. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Oh. And 2023, who knows what that holds for music? Oh my God, who's literally to say? I think Bex has some things planned. (gasps) I heard that about her too. Yeah. She's. Once she gets her profile on Spotify, listen, (laughs) sort it out. She's got to make some fucking calls. (laughs) (laughs) The Spotify corporate. Yeah. And probably Gucci as well. She's going to go to Title. She's gonna be title exclusive pretty soon if Spotify keeps <laughs> fucking up like this. Jay Z hit her up. <laughs> true, Do it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I dare you. Um, but yeah. Anything else to say about this year in music, Becca? It was a big one. Can't wait to see what next year holds. And that's the note we're leaving on. Um, but Becca and I are gonna throw it to a little bit of a break. We'll be right back to get into our segment. scary um as i'm scared perfect and so becker and i are beak from the break it's true it's true no comment corner this week even if we wanted to do one there would not be much content for us to no no to work guys, with guys. other podcasts don't struggle the way we do I listen to other <laughs> podcasts they seem to have ample breeze so fun interacting actually because sometimes yeah. you'll interact i interacted with a podcast i listened to and i got a response from one of the hosts and i was talking to them about survivor because that's what the podcast exactly is about. so guys you could literally interact with becca and i it's not hard especially because we don't get that much so just and we beg you to send to our I'll email make me address. beg for you because I'll <laughs> beg for you. Um, but anyway, we now get to the jump scares and the Manic Pixie moments of the week. Um, and but our jump scare comes first, and our jump scare mm-hmm. is just a time in the week where we were 
fearful. Um, maybe our fight or flight response was triggered. Um, and we had to figure out a way to navigate that in a world that is scary. Um, or at least can feel that way sometimes. And so, mm-hmm. Becca, what was that moment for you this week, my friend? Oh, mine actually is pretty raw because it just happened actually an hour before we started filming. And I'm scared about that. Exactly. So I've barely had any time to recover. But I had to get a physical done for the substitute teaching thing, right? Let's Remember? Get physical. Exactly. I was, was going like, to ask oh. you about the substitute teaching thing, which yeah. I'll talk about in a second. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, um, so I it was short notice and it's a certain form you have to fill out. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to see my doctor in the next like two weeks. So I found out that you can literally walk into a patient first or any like minute clinic thing mm-hmm. and, and just ask. Yeah, I never do that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And I thought for some reason that I would have to like wait there for like hours, right? Because that's usually like the reputation is you wait a long time, you barely get any help, and then you leave. Mm-hmm. Well, I sat down in the waiting room then after I checked in and I started then. I brought a book, I brought um, a writing utensil and like another a journal thing. Mm-hmm. So I was starting I was starting to really sprawl out, make myself at home in this in this uh, waiting room. Not even a minute later, Rebecca. Oh my god. This is humiliating. You're like, I who's said, that? I literally <laughs> couldn't be me. You couldn't be ready for me yet. So I had to scramble. It took me like a good 45 seconds of just silence and this male nurse staring at me. I don't mean to Hot. be. No. Okay. Worse. He was, yeah. But I'm okay wait, making him wait Bummer. at that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you could wait. You kind of ugly. <laughs> but Can't so... believe I said that so fast. <laughs> you just, you know. But um, he was also, he just started bossing me around like so fast. Like I had hey. no time to like, put myself. Like he was like, okay, get on the scale. And I, I was, still had my, ah, this is going to haunt me forever. He made me get on the scale to weigh myself with my moon boots on. (gasps) I was still wearing my moon boots and he weighed me. You said you got to take like. (laughs) (laughs) Can you minus 13 on that? Even though (laughs) moon boots are famously the lightest shoe you could ever own Um, because they're just fluff. But what the hell? And then he was like, okay, stand here. And then when I did the vision test, he was like. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm judging buddy. you. No, literally. Like he was so ready to just never you see. You gotta me work again. to be Miss Hobart. Like literally. Senorita. Such a process. Senorita. Becca. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But um, yeah, and I just then the doc the actual doctor came to see me and she was like Okay, and I, you know how you have to fill out like a form or whatever, and you check if you have a disease. Mm-hmm. So I checked off where it had a list of diseases, right? I didn't specify which one. I saw her look at that, 
She's never met me before. I saw her look at that, see that I had a disease, didn't know which one I had, and was like, okay, and you're all set. And I was like, okay. So no questions about what disease I have. My body. <laughs> kind of crazy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> then she was like, and then you're out of here. I was like, okay, honestly, perfect. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, it was it just all happened so fast. It was humiliating and embarrassing and all of the above. But I was truly in there for like 15 minutes overall. That's crazy though. That's good. Yeah. I'll take it. Places you never want to be is any type of medical like setting, which Facility. is crazy because it's necessary. Like they really need to figure <laughs> that out. Yeah. They gotta work on the feng shui of those places. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that scared me a little bit. But Quinn, I'm so curious, actually, eager to know what scared you this week. So it was going to be Cuff It being clean on my year-end playlist, but something mm. scarier even happened last night. <sighs> my mother comes home from work. We're eating dinner. And my mom goes, Quinn, I have something to ask you. Um, I actually, so my mom runs her own business and her PayPal mm-hmm. like keeps getting hacked. Probably because she used the same password for literally everything in her life. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, she's like, I want to get off PayPal and I want to start using QuickBooks and you're going to figure out how to do that for me. Oh, boy. And I was like, okay. And she's like, (laughs) like, I haven't even looked into it, but it's like apparently I have to like download software and like get all this stuff like figured out. And like, I'm like, girl, I don't even know. And she's like, and she's like, yeah, I think it'll be good because I was talking to your father today and I was talking about how much I wish you could do something like a part time job or like substitute teach. And then I have this for you guys, 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 guys. Oh, boy. I'm home for one month. I've been home for a week. I'll be home for another <laughs> month. And my mom said, mm, OK, you need to get to work. You need to actually contribute. <laughs> you, need to do, you need to do something, actually. <laughs> you got to put food on this table. Um, which is actually terrifying Um, and sometimes I wonder why when I'm in like my morning pages I get so hard on myself for like taking time to relax and um, I'm not gonna say my I'm not gonna say that whole situation was indicative of the entire reason (laughs) but it's definitely indicative of at least some of it (laughs) yeah it's putting out a a contributor for sure um and so yeah apparently I'm gonna be able to add putting my mom's small business on QuickBooks my resume maybe how long um, does she think it's gonna take? I have no idea. That was the other thing. She's like, because I was like, like I don't know what she's expecting me to do. Is the other thing, but she's like, oh, you need to like research it. I'm like, what do I need to research? <laughs> Just Google how to do it. Because like I was thinking, I was thinking she like maybe hadn't made the decision. That's what she wanted to do, and she like wanted me to assess it. But I'm like, mom, how am I supposed to know what's best for your? I know nothing about anything. Yeah, <laughs> I know so nothing famously. about any like especially when she runs her own business she has like money coming in and out and i'm like so what i haven't had an income in like three months like i haven't even had that (laughs) oh i've never done a tax oh me neither fuck what the hell um i just waited for my mom to stop asking for my w-2s and then (laughs) um (laughs) taxes just don't exist after that and so yeah um dang so yeah, I'm gonna have to figure that out in the next couple weeks. Um, and also there are other things like I have, like I, 
I do this podcast every week, which takes a significant Hours. amount of time. <laughs> um, I have a second leg of a trip to plan. I have mm-hmm. all this stuff, and but my mom was like, mm, "Need a job." <laughs> no fun for you. Um, and so yeah, that was something that was a little terrifying to me this week. Um, but we now must turn to the light. And mm. now this is the Manic Pixie moment, which is a moment in which, despite the scary world we're in, we felt our resolve um, really rise above, overcome that fear in the world. And we were better because of the fear, actually. Um, and we were ready to attack the world in a different way. It's a moment that kind of brought all that out in us, actually. And so... Um, How beautiful. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Becca, what was that moment for you this week, then? <laughs> So, uh, mine is in theme with music, and it is a little preemptive. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. We should do a podcast. <gasps> but, <laughs> wait, that must have just happened. Wait, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, okay, but I am, like I said, really excited for 2023 because i'm always i'm such a new year girl i'm like Mm -hmm. new year new me so true this year i really feel especially because it's my golden year this means a lot to me yeah 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 june 23rd 2023 i will be 23 so it's gonna be crazy and this whole year is gonna be insane my golden year was actually when my flat bear started oh my dear god but that doesn't mean it's gonna be the same for you at all no I just think I went through my Saturn returns early. I think somebody fucked up in the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. Well, we have no idea how long you were alive for as a fetus. That's so dark. <laughs> a seven-year-old fetus. <laughs> my God. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> but. um. Okay. Okay. I. Forget what I was saying. It's your golden year. You're excited. You're going into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um I am really scared and excited about the person I will become when Caroline and SZA release their albums. <gasps> I forgot this is albums coming out. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy energy, and the astrology of the year already is wild. Oh my god. Like, there's gonna be a lot of nice it's gonna be high highs and low lows but i'm ready for it a thousand percent a lot of change too a lot of change specifically 2023 is gonna have a lot of change actually (laughs) i feel it i i know it here um and my houses in my chart that are being lit up are of home and of also uh work and creative projects Oh all God, the things should, I need like, to change right now. You should do that for me, actually. You should figure out which one of my houses are lighting up next year. Of course I will. <laughs> I will I will dive deep into this. Don't you dare worry. Yeah, I need to yeah. actually. Um, yeah, I think the yeah. music will really complement that for me. So I can't wait for 2024 now that you said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, why? Because like, I feel like 2024 will be the first chance I have at like stability. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Probably I just want to get to like a year 
I, one of my goals for life actually is to get to a year where like I look back on the previous year and say, oh yeah, that actually makes sense how I ended up here from where I was at that place last year. <laughs> oh, but you're always shocked as of right now. Because I haven't had that in a long time actually. Um, yeah. And yeah. so yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I also find I'm entering this up in the catch up, but I find I spend so much of my time wishing I was in a different place. And then when I get to that different place, it's like. Exactly. Not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, I know. That's Do you ever feel sorrow just... over the fact that you'll never be like a child again? Oh my God. <laughs> um, I definitely do. Sometimes I have an immense moment of sorrow that I'll never be like seven years old again. Yeah. It's just like, ooh. Sometimes, oh my God. I used to think this also when I would leave for high school in the morning, but I th- I think it's sometimes now too. I stare at my dog and I'm like, ugh. I wish I were you. <laughs> no, yeah. No responsibilities. Dogs sometimes have it really good. Yeah. Oh, my dog specifically? My dog Buster has like the best life ever, actually. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. My dog Buddy has an anxiety disorder, so. Aww. Teddy but... has anxiety and allergies. Um, it's really fucked up. Tough for him. But, but Goldie's yeah. so happy and Honey's so happy. <laughs> but yeah um uh yeah i do feel sorrow for my childhood <laughs> what a great comedy podcast we are <laughs> okay guys but quinn i need to know now what your manic pixie moment what was making you feel slay this week back i don't mean to trigger you okay but it does relate to karaoke Oh my god, no. Picture it. It's my first night back in Pittsburgh. My friend Corey is like, oh, this bar has karaoke tonight. Should we go? And I'm like, sure, actually. Yeah. That sounds fun. So we go. The bar is maybe like half full. Um, And it's like a Thursday night, so not too crowded. And they're doing karaoke. And I'm like, oh, let me do karaoke. And like, my friends are like begging me to do karaoke. People always beg me to do karaoke, but then never want to sing a song themselves. I'm like, sir, what's going on with that? Um, I want to live through you. Yeah. And so, first of all, I have a song. I have a list of songs. I have a list on my phone called Karaoke Songs I Would Potty. Nice. That I've been compiling. Um, also, found out my mom didn't like Celine Dion yesterday. So, she's on like a watch list for me personally. Whoa. What the hell? Um, I was like, do you not even like um, It's All Coming Back to Me? And she was like, no, I hate that song. And I was like, oh. How did. How did she even born you? I don't know. Some of the yas. I think I took some of her yas when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what is what is pregnancy if not a baby taking yas from the mother? Taking yas. <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. Anyway, so I was looking at my karaoke songs I would body playlist, and I really wanted to do "Torn" by Natalie Ambruglio. Oh, that would be amazing. I thought that was such a good fit, but I went over to the little binder, and it wasn't in there. And I was like, fuck. And so then what do I do? I- I'm spending too much time looking at the songs. Now I'm overthinking it. And then I'm like, okay, show me to the section of this particular artist. And who is that artist but Queen? Because something about me, I can body a Queen song. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I Want to Break Free has been like my audition song for a long time. Want to break free. Because I'm really good at singing it, actually. Um, and um, 
So I choose Fat Bottom Girls because I was like, oh, that'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, and so then we're sitting down. We're like, oh, my God. We convinced this guy at the bar. This was a very Becca Hobart moment, actually. So it was me, my <laughs> friend Corey, and my friend Tegan. This guy comes up to us. And my friend Corey always gets, like, attention at the bars and stuff. And so this mm-hmm. guy, like, came over to, like, talk to Corey. And he goes, are you guys, like, all here together? And, like, Corey wasn't feeling his vibe, so I wasn't, like, cock-blocking or anything. Yeah. But I did this because I knew Corey, like, didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, He goes, so are you guys, like, here together? And I go, yeah, we're actually, like, all here together. <laughs> Which he picked Hell up. Hell yeah. He picked up what I was putting down that we were in the trouble. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah. That is oh my god, then he was making so he was making such weird comments. Um oh no, like, did it make it worse? No. Like it <laughs> okay. made it funny. It made it so okay. funny, actually. He was like, he was like, oh, you guys are like hot. Like, well, first of all, he goes to like he goes to like, oh yeah, twenty it's 2022, man. And then he was like, I just love how man. like you're because we were younger than him, and he's like, I just love how like your generation like looks at all this stuff, man. Like you guys are just all like together. Like it's not cool. the man, not the comma man. Um after everything. <laughs> and then he was like, Yeah, you guys are like so hot. If you ever wanted somebody to like watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome though. And then so then it's my how turn flattering. to go. It's my time to go up for karaoke, and I who do I what do I do? But dedicating this to my boyfriends in the front, uh, Tegan and Corey, love you guys. And then like, even the <laughs> even the thing was like, oh, we got a thruple, and it was like, yeah, you did. Yeah. So everybody in the bar was under the impression that we were all dating each other. <laughs> my boyfriend under the oh yeah, you told them you were. I love that though. That's such Sometimes a good I like lie. to lie. Um, <laughs> and then I sang. It was the first time singing in front of people since. Um, <laughs> well, we already talked about my grandfather dying in this episode. Um, it was my first time singing in front of oh, people no. since my grandfather's funeral a couple months ago. So I was a little like, a little like, I don't know. And then I'm I sang so "Bottom Girls," and like it wasn't my like regular <laughs> like performance. Uh huh. I was a little nervous, but I still gave. First of all. I did not know there was a third verse of Fat Bottom Girls. Like, I was like, oh, like, the words came up, and I was like, I've never heard this part of the song, actually. How, which which one? I don't know. I would have to pull up the lyrics. Fair um, enough. But it was like, I I was, I swear to God. But anyway. But I made it through. <laughs> and then the the DJ was like, oh, my goodness. I needed that. And then he was like, oh I can't God. make anybody follow that. And so he did his own little number and then i like got that's off. awesome yeah and then Corey and tegan were like oh my god Quinn, that was so good and i was like oh my god no it wasn't and they were like yes it was it was actually like really good and then the dj like came over to me when somebody else was like up and he was like oh my god you did a really good job and apparently the dj's thing is that like he's mean to people like he like <laughs> makes he fun just... of people and wow. he was like he was actually he like, couldn't came even up to be mean like, to you yes he came up to me and he like earnestly said he was like very good but don't tell anybody i said that um oh my god what a distinction and so yeah so i really felt like i really felt like that girl that like gets up at karaoke and is like <sighs> you're everything i ever want to be yeah um unfortunately yeah. i just can't because the elements are against me 
Yeah, it's tough. Karaoke is tough, though. Um, I don't I don't know if I should keep trying for redemption or just give up. At this I think point. you should, but maybe somewhere where people have taste, which isn't the bar that you got booed at, obviously. It's so true. Actually, great point from your part. Because, well, it was like when I went, it was not in a booing environment. Like if you booed somebody, there were people doing like getting up there and like not knowing the words of the song they were singing at all. It was mm-hmm. not a booing environment. My environment was very celebratory for karaoke. Okay, good. Yeah, I need that. One time when I was in Fort Lauderdale, I went to a karaoke and like me and my friend were like, because karaoke is hard for me sometimes as a singer because I can't like let myself have enough fun. But this night I was like, oh, we're on spring break. I'm going to have fun. So me and my friend signed up to do Rain On Me because I was just like, I just want to do something like (gasps) dumb and stupid and fun. We need to do that. Oh, my God. Yes, actually. Yeah. Um, And then everybody ended up being really good that was going before me. And I was just like, oh, so it's that kind of karaoke. <laughs> Damn. Cause sometimes you go to karaoke and it's just one person's good, and sometimes you go to karaoke and it's like everybody's good, and it's like, oh, I didn't know it was kind of night. Yeah, and it's like y'all are annoying me. Yeah. But anyway, that's exactly. my manic pixie moment. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of Manic Pixie Jump Scare, another blockbuster Ooh. episode. Becca, where can the people follow Sorry. you if they are so inclined? Oh, uh, they can follow me at Becca Hobart on Instagram, Bex Gloss on Twitter and Spotify, and where y'all going during World War Three. They can also find me trying so hard to do my best at karaoke. Maybe I'll try an Amy Winehouse song next. <gasps> She's an back alto as well. Yeah, back exactly. to black was another one that's on my list. But mm. I want to know the words a little bit better because I know that's one I could really body if I like knew the words going in. From all that we went through. Yeah. Okay. I died a hundred times. Yeah. But Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? You can keep up with me on Instagram at Quinn P. Murphy, as well as TikTok at Quinn P. Murphy, and Twitter Quinn P. Murphy with an underscore. And you can find me down by the river with the hanky panky, where the bullfrogs <laughs> jump from bank to banky with the eeps, the ipes, the opes, and the umps. Oh my God. Here comes the froggy with a big kerplunk. I'm um, Becca. Where can one. people keep up with the show if they want to do that? Oh yeah, sure. If they're interested, they can follow <laughs> Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram and TikTok. Uh huh. Um, there must have been a bot swipe over on TikTok because we lost like ten followers in one day. <gasps> bot no. swipe. I'm, ca- I'm calling it. So you guys have That's- to replenish that. That's honestly my Instagram, my Instagram followers. Like, I don't have anything that like tells me like who unfollowed you because I don't care. But I do notice yeah. that my Instagram like followers fluctuates, fluctuates like, like five followers every day. Yeah. But I don't it's get very any annoying. notifications that like, and then it'll just go back up the next day. Yeah. And I'm and always like, scared. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. It's very weird. Um, And then please, please, please email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. Or if you leave an interesting comment on the YouTube videos, guys, we're gaunts to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gaunts to see it every single time, which mm-hmm. also leads me to tell you that, you know, watching watching the podcast on YouTube is a great option. Mm-hmm. If you want captions that are auto-generated, that we mm-hmm. cannot control how the quality of them, <laughs> but it's something. Cousin yeah. Ryan, I'm talking to you. And yeah, that's right. I said it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also watch her beautiful faces and see my new cool hat. 
Yeah. So yeah. We're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're and Becca. We're Becca. And and thank you. Thank you for listening. Corfin, uh, hacking, stumbling. That made me cough. I was Heck trying to do something cute for y'all, but now I'm coughing. Corfin. <laughs> Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.